0: When Rooney House became a museum, the people involved attempted to put together a history of the family and the house. Several grandchildren and great-grandchildren became involved and recalled the family history as best they could. Only later did we discover that some of the information that had been collected was quite inaccurate. In her book, um, our museum uh, um, board member and author, Janet Bigham, who wrote the book, More Than a House, Uh, in writing about the roadie's move to Vancouver, had said, The opportunities on the lower mainland tempted him, however, because the city of Vancouver, recovering from the Great Fire, was optimistically anticipating the arrival of the CPR on its its doorstep. We now know that the family was still living in San San Francisco, awaiting the birth of Emma, and had not yet moved to Victoria when the CPR arrived in Vancouver. At the time of Matilda's death in 1951, the Vancouver Province newspaper reported that Gustav Rody was the person who had opened the city's first bookbindery at 50 Cordova Street. And some years ago, the city of Vancouver placed a heritage plaque on a home which is located at 2575 Cambridge, which refers to G.A. Rody as Vancouver's first printer and bookbinder. These stories were Told over the years, and in 1991, the museum itself published and distributed a brochure which read, "The couple made their way to Vancouver via San Francisco, and in 1886 Gustav opened the first bookbindery in the fledging city." We now know that these earlier claims are incorrect. Gustav and family arrived in Victoria in 1886 after the birth of Emma. They must have remained in Victoria through all of 1887, most, and most of 1888. Because Gustav, because Gustav advertised his Victoria Box and Paper Factory and Bookbindery in the Victoria Colonist newspaper on 40, on 40 occasions between December the 13th of 1887 and December the 14th of 1888. We also know that Gustav began functioning as a citizen in his new country at an early date because he signed a petition that was presented to the provincial government in February of 1888. That petition urged the government to ban the sale of alcohol on Sundays, and called upon the government to impose tighter regulations in granting liquor licenses. We can find no additional information about the family until we look at the Vancouver newspaper dated May the 23rd of 1889. It's there that we read of the death of four-year-old daughter, their daughter, four-year-old daughter Anna. It's there we read of the death of four-year-old daughter Anna and learned that the family is now living in Vancouver at 225 Harris Street—now we know that is Georgia Street—in Vancouver. The 1889 city directory also lists Gustav as being a bookbinder employed by the news advertiser newspaper. I have concluded that the roadies moved to Vancouver sometime between mid-December of 1888 and April of 1889. I have also concluded that Gustav was the first qualified bookbinder employed by the news advertiser newspaper, and so the first bookbinder in the city. In 1890, the roadie's son William was born. It was also the year that Gustav left his job at the news advertiser newspaper and opened his own bookbindery at 36 Cordova Street. Although much of the West End had been logged in the early 1880s, it took the CPR several years before the area became heavily settled. When the roadie home was built in 1893, the immediate neighborhood was basically unsettled. We know that a small community composed chiefly of Hawaiian and indigenous people had been established near uh, what we now know of the corner of Denman and Georgia, um, but the residents of that community were never listed in the city directories of the day. The 1894 city directory had 14 entries for people living along Beach Avenue, between Nicholas Street and Stanley Park, and shows no homes on Georgia Street west of Cardero. There is only one other house listed on Barclay Street between the Rhody home and Stanley Park. It was previously thought Barclay Manor had been part of an older home, but now we now know that the original home had been torn down in 1905, and Barclay Manor was, was built in that year and placed at the older home. In 1895, street began operating along Robson Street, and in, eight, and in 1900, they began operating along Davie Street as well. In 1901, fresh water was finally available in the West End, and the roadies had running water in their taps. Up until that time, they had been carrying the water into their home from the well located behind the house. In 1966, the Parks Board purchased all of the homes located in the block where Roadie House is located. The City um, Parks Board at the time had decided that they would like to establish a land bank as the population density of the West End was increasing. In the mid-1970s, Robert Watt, the newly appointed curator of the Vancouver Museum, told a newspaper reporter about an unusual Victorian home built of wood that was located in Vancouver's West End he mentioned that this city-owned home had a historical interest in that it had been the home of the pioneering Rhodey family. The tone of the story that emerged was that this was a house worth saving. This was a period in Vancouver's history when many older homes were being replaced by apartment buildings, and citizens were beginning to think that it was important to save some of the city's heritage. In In 1976, City council chose to act and declared the Rhodey House a heritage building. The Vancouver Parks Department was not pleased with this designation. They had seen as their function, they had seen their function as being confined to providing parks for recreational activities, and they were unhappy that they had to alter their plans about demolishing Rhodey House. In 1977, the Vancouver Historical Society began to champion the need to restore the home. And eventually, the Parks Board agreed. In 1979, the Parks Board received a proposal that led to the agreement to retain nine of the 17 buildings that remain in the block. And in in the early early 1980s, work commenced on restoring the exterior of Rhodey House. In the early 1980s, work began on the interior restoration of the home and in 1984 saw the creation of the Rhodey House Preservation Society.